Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Happy Wednesday. Jake broadcasting from our Vivint Smart Home Arena studios. Austin Horton across the glass from me and safely social distancing from the Casa de Monson. The one, the only, the godfather. Gordon Monson. And I'll tell you this, Gordon, you know, I don't think I'd know actually what day it was if I didn't hear Austin's open to the show. It certainly helps. It certainly helps because this is something that's not just plaguing you or plaguing me. It's plaguing a lot of people. They don't know what day it is. Have no idea what day it is. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, you hear Austin, uh, the the intro has hump day, right? And that that usually comes with a feeling like I'm over the hump. I'm I'm on the backside. And now having days lost their like feeling like Wednesday. All right. Well, feels a lot like Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, because what, what are we over the hump towards here? Yeah, right. Time? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's true. It's kind of like what we're trying to get over the hump toward is a much longer-term prospect than uh, just one week. Yeah, right. So that's kind of funny. That's a funny byproduct of this whole thing. Days don't have feeling anymore. (laughs) Like Friday used to be a good feeling. Now it's like, well, what am I going to do this weekend? I'm going to sit at home. Should I just insert uh, uh, the guy from uh, uh, Major League saying, I can't for the hell with it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Instead of whatever day it is, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I you know, can't find it. Oh, the hell with that, it. Yeah, that's, Bob a really, that's, a fine, that's a fine point because at no time in my life have I ever gotten a sense that people weren't excited about Friday. <laughs> yeah, right. Until now, you're not really. People aren't really excited about much. There's not much to get excited about. I'll, I'll tell you this. Here's my positive note. I I did have to go to the store the other day, and they had. Watermelon. They had watermelon this time of year during this whole thing. And it's a trap. And you know what? I, I thanked the person who checked me out. said, thank you for having watermelon. That was a really pleasant surprise. And you know what? It was delicious. It was, it was not like early season watermelon like you'd expect that. I mean, it was wonderful, full of flavor, amazing. The simple things in life, Gordon. Did you know it? Did you did you go through all the telltale signs to make sure that it was that? Uh, okay, so they say you're supposed to tap it, or they're supposed to if 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 you see holes in it or something, that's supposedly a good sign. So, Gordon, I realize you you don't you don't go to the store often. 
Uh, but but in in today's day and age, it's uh, in this you know particular time we're in here. It's not really encouraged that you handle <laughs> a lot of things when you're at the store. Like true, like picking up fruit and thumping every single one. <laughs> it's not. It, you know, encouraged. You, you'd get dirty looks at very least, right? So so I gave it the eyeball test. Looked at the coloring. Uh, the the bee stings they say look for bee stings on watermelon, uh, yeah. and uh, so that's yeah, not holes right not holes, holes are bad oh. well, which I also mean, indicates hole, that you haven't you haven't really picked out very many many watermelons no in day, that's what I was referring to bee stings are leaving holes in the in the rind there that you can see they're not really holes Gordon because the the bee cannot sting all the way through the the rind. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's say more how like deep. it's more like scrapes. They look more like scars than they do holes. All right, thanks for that clarification. Well, you're welcome. But, Apparently, you needed it. So, so you you were just observe. See, we're to the point now. kind of that way in the in the grocery store for for a good reason. You know, examine it, whatever. But you you pick it up. You probably should throw it in the basket. All right. Well, that's. A shopping tip of the day. Well, can I and, say this? That, that all, I, I should say, pretty much all the shoppers that I have encountered over this thing in the few times that I've gone to the store, uh, extremely uh, courteous. Everybody, the, the whole process goes a little slower and everybody seems to be uh, pretty okay with that. You know, keeping the distance, waiting their turn, those sorts of things. Like, it, it, it's actually pretty impressive. What is the proper thing to do if you see another shopper finger in the fruit? I mean, if you see something going on over there and they're touching everything, should you go up and or not go up to them, but shout from 10 feet, hey, don't do that. Uh, no, I would not do that. I'm kind of a mind your own business type of dude, even in today's day <laughs> yeah, and but, age. Uh, but I know you your your urge to tattle is is so strong. <laughs> yeah, but it, how it's you, the safety doing, patrol in you? I it's get not, it. No, it's not tattling. It's keeping your community safe. You say potato. How you like, I say potato. I got it. No, how you're, would you feel? What what if you walked up and you picked up a watermelon that you thought looked good? That's that. Uh, that uh, Mabel had just been, uh, you know, touching. I don't want. uh, What year is this? (laughs) And and you know what? You just move on throughout your day. You throw some hand sanitizer on uh, when you get a chance and you go home and you enjoy some watermelon. Let's let's not let's not turn into, you know, a tattler's paradise here. I don't think that's necessary. I just want some watermelon. That's it. It, This all started with I was excited that they had watermelon. Jake. I don't want people touching my strawberries, my blueberries, my muffin, my, my melons. I, you, I just don't. Two I, minutes I don't ago, want... you were talking about thumping every melon in the Dern store. <laughs> so would you be tattling on yourself? <laughs> hey, everyone. Yeah. Hey. No, well, watermelon tradi- traditionally hasn't that been, but now things are different. Yeah, but you didn't think and, about that until I pointed it out to you. Yeah, but I'm all for safety uh, these days. I, I agree. I think you touch it, you pick it up, you keep it. That's. I think that's kind of the policy everybody's operating under. I Have just cut noticed? them open right there in the aisle. If they look good, I <laughs> keep it. If not, back in the bin. I, I actually cradle it against my naked torso just to, just to really Give it some make, skin time, make huh? sure it's, well, a, it's would, a good melon. You, you hold it like a football, good and tight. Yeah, right, right. Skin to rind contact. That's the best way to to choose a good melon. I'll give that a shot. Yeah, you should. You should. 
See what kind of looks uh, looks you get then. Uh, I get uh, worse looks bringing my machete into the produce. <laughs> well, Jake always struck me as a guy who wanted melons up against his skin like that. You come know, on, just, come on, we're just having a little fun having up with an up tempo record. And he comes in with a death dedication, a pervy joke. I'm having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> right there. FCC violation. No, no, I just don't understand what you're talking about. Oh, man. Uh, See, I try to compliment yeah. shoppers. Gordon talks about tattling on them. You know, we're well, making a, an up tempo yeah. joke about uh, no. making skin to rind contact with a watermelon, <laughs> and Gordon has to go with the low hanging fruit, so to speak. Oh, watermelons grow on the ground, they don't hang. <laughs> Oh, you're lucky you're at home. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Jake they might have punched you in the neck <laughs> just now if you were in studio. They grow on the ground on a vine. All right, Farmer Monson, thank you. Right. <laughs> don't you know these things? Back on your tractor now. I don't know. <laughs> Got to go, go plow the North 40 now. Again, Gordon has <laughs> the, the biggest problem with taking cliches literally. You know, low-hanging fruit. Well, they... they they grow on the ground, you know. Uh, control your own destiny. Well, you you know you can't control your own destiny. You know, I, I, I again. What are you? He's heating up that out there. Gordon doesn't mean he's actually like <laughs> overheating. He's on I, fire. I will say this: that uh, that it seems like people who work at the grocery store are getting more appreciation for the service they provide than, than perhaps they once did. Although they probably also get yelled at when things aren't available to, you know, aren't on the show. I would hope not. I, I, don't, I don't think that's happening. I, I think people are pretty understanding of the circumstance that we're all in. It, would you do so. that? Would you, you, you know, go looking for some Charmin and when you didn't see it, you're going to dress down the nearest employee you can find? <laughs> No. How dare you? <laughs> I come all the way in here. I risk my life to come in here to buy some of this, and you don't have it? How dare you? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think, I, I, I would hope the employees are not getting getting yelled at for that reason. Uh, but yeah, I, I think if you have dinner still, you know, food still on your table, you should absolutely thank those folks that are still working. I think that's very appropriate. I try to thank every person that's working there that I see. If someone's stocking the aisle, I, I say, hey, thanks for, thanks for taking care of a lot of people. Are you? Uh, are you? Have you considered having food delivered to your house? Uh, we've, we've by food, I mean groceries. Uh, we've considered it, but there there's quite the backlog on that service at the moment. And so we haven't we haven't gotten there yet. Maybe if we get ahead of the game a little bit more, we'll uh, we'll go down that road. I, I love it that that service is available for people, though. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Is it more expensive? Uh, I believe there's usually a fee associated with it. I'm not sure what mm. it is, but uh, I and maybe they're waiving that fee during these times. I have no clue. And do you tip them like you would if someone delivers a pizza? Well, you probably wouldn't, but yeah, I have when I've when I've picked it <laughs> yes, up at the at the store. Yeah, I have. The only time I under tipped because uh, I I I appreciate the service that that is available. I so I always tip uh, what I think is is generously. Bingo. Except for my 
the car that one time because I I didn't think of that. You had a whole car delivered. That twenty grand tip <laughs> yeah. that it would have come <laughs> out to. Couldn't bother to tip there. Guy. What's eight percent of half a million? I don't. Know. I I sat there and I thought, well, I've never had a car delivered before, and so I didn't plan on this. And what am I? And I had a twenty dollar bill in my pocket, so that's what I gave him. But uh, I said, get yourself a hamburger or something. I said, sorry, this is all I got. See what you consider appropriate tipping. That's the key to the sentence you just uttered there, because you know, in your mind, you're like, "Hey, I gave him six and a half percent on that dinner. We're good." That's not true. I always go over twenty. I don't believe that for a second. Oh yeah, I do. Uh Why why, why, why do you believe that? When did I become cheap? I'm not cheap. Mm, Well, not when it comes to cars. Which well, actually surprises gave, whatever, me that... Uh, that <laughs> whatever gave you the impression that I was cheap. Not cheap. Not hands cheap. Oh, well. <laughs> that bar's pretty low. Didn't Hans but, once uh, use a buy one, get one, but made Lloyd be the buy one? Yeah, Lloyd had to pay full rate. <laughs> and Hans got to call for free, which is just amazing. Uh, the, and Hans's argument always was, well, it was my... Buy one, get one free. It was my coupon. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard that of. The, that's the cheapest thing I've ever heard. Sure to split the difference, at least. Of right? course, because you are, at heart, Gordon, a decent human being. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, anybody who's had kids or they themselves have worked in a restaurant or any kind of industry like that, Man, you, you can't be cheap with the tips because that, that's where people, you know, can can make a little money. And uh, that's one thing that Lisa and I have stressed through the years is uh, making sure that that tip is uh, where it should be, at least in our our minds. Everybody is on their own and they have to figure that thing out for themselves. But uh, as I said, if you've had a family member who's done worked in that kind of job and austin knows this you just you can't you can't cheap out on those people they're working too hard uh on on that note uh kind of a feel good have you seen what uh ty burrell is doing with uh the i guess downtown alliance but uh businesses in downtown salt lake the of course the actor from modern family gordon uh I know, he's, I know he's been contributing but give us the details it's the, this tip your server where they're taking uh donations and i'm trying to bring up the the exact story but they've gotten you know, $100,000 donations and, and things like that where they're trying to take care of your, you know, your server. Uh, the folks that work downtown that uh, obviously are, are not able to work during this time. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. You know, we don't have many big-time celebrities uh, all the time in this town, uh, Gordon. You know, we, we had Wilford Brimley once, and now we've got Ty Burrell. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Is that it, Really? Well, remember we called for the most famous listener of the big show to call in, and uh, that didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, we so didn't. Well. We didn't. We had Ken that was on the news once. I know <laughs> that was very funny. That was very funny, and we do we Ken, really not have any other? Once. Don't we not? Don't we have any other famous people? Well, does does Bob Redford live here full time? Uh, good question. I, I don't know. He probably has places all around, but I mean, we know he has a nice home here. We got Mitt Romney back. Is that, I mean, Michael Jordan sold his house, didn't he? Uh, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's that's the rumor. And he didn't live here full time either. Huh. Well, most people who are 
who have a certain amount of fame and have a certain amount of money, they, they probably have multiple residences, you know? Yeah, tell me about it, Gordo. But what about I, – I want, I want someone who considers himself a Utah. Who else is there? Post Malone? He definitely, yeah. Okay, there you go. That counts. He's a Utah. He's a big deal uh, these days. Jeff. I got the state of Utah to grant me a gambling license to host legal poker tournament, and I made the news for that. <laughs> made the news that, once. That was our top celebrity that was, for the that big was, show? That was Obi-Wan it. also called him, but I've got my doubts. I don't think was it was actually, actually Obi-Wan. don't think that was him. <laughs> Yeah, I think you might be right on that one, Austin. Wait a minute. Obi-Wan, isn't he hanging out with Yoda in the Great Beyond somewhere? Spoiler Can those alert. guys use use a phone? Line two. Hello there. Who are you? Obi-Wan Kenobi. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> oh, that, was that was a, a funny day. That was, yeah. That was a funny day. How are you, Obi-Wan? I'm all right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's going fine. COVID's got me down, but yeah, I'm a little lonely, a little isolated, like the rest of us. But you know, getting by. I uh, I think I think there must be we must be able to do better than this. Uh, I think we're forgetting people. There are other famous people out there who live in Utah. Well, anyway, tip your. There's server, a lot of famous cool people. There's a lot of famous people who come to Utah in one fashion or another. Well, Sundance, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, I'm not just Sundance. They come, they go, they, you know, under normal circumstances, they ski, they recreate here. And some of them probably, like Juice Newton, have had uh, condos here and whatnot. Uh, isn't our, our Austin's boy lives here, right? Bill Ingvall? That, that counts, right? Yeah. yeah. Bill Ingvall is here, yeah. yeah. And he's a How's fan that? of the show. He's a big How's, deal. Maybe I, I should doing? see if we can get him to call in. How about that? Yeah. See, how's Bill doing last time we talked with him? He's doing great. He's ripped, man. He's been working out real good. Really? He, yeah, he's good. Oh, man, let's get him on the show. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you clarified that because after Gordon's story about what people are doing, they're hanging out at home, ripped could have a different, <laughs> could have a different <laughs> no, meaning there. So, no, I, I'm glad you, you clarified that he's been working out. He's, That's he's good. focused on his health. Okay, yes. there you go. That's better. We don't need to, to slander Bill Ingvall on the on the big show. He's a new what grandpa. Other, oh wow, yeah, good for him. Wait, 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 wait. What's what's the other connotation? How else could you for take ripped? that? You've never heard yeah. that. Uh uh-uh. uh Oh well, it, it, let's get ripped. I think it's slang for somebody under the influence. How about that? Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. I, have you been living in a in a, a box? <laughs> I thought you lived through the sixties. <laughs> ripped. I've never heard that term in, in that. Well, I never realized. Austin, that am, I, a, am I am no, I that's crazy a, here? That's slang. That works. Yeah. Okay. All right. For stoned? What? What exactly? For 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 what? I don't know. Drunk? Under, what? Under, under the influence, I think. Mm. Okay. Of a of a substance. Of Be some lit. Sort. Don't get lit. <laughs> so you've heard of get lit, but not ripped. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, on that note, Gordon, we'll get to the split story of the day coming up right around the corner. Uh, we've got an entire hour today in the 5 o'clock hour with the one and only David Locke. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, so make sure and stay tuned. And then at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, Trevor Booker, recently retired Trevor Booker, is going to be on the big show. Of course, a fan favorite around here, and we'll talk Definitely to him. Definitely a fan favorite. And my wife really liked watching Trevor Booker play. Should I tell him that? Should I admit that? Uh, are, you sound like you're jealous. 
Well, she, she just liked the way he energized the team. You could you could say she thought he was a good-looking guy. That's all right. <laughs> Why don't we ask, I'll ask her? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. <laughs> I'll ask her. And maybe I'll, you know, I'll find out. I, I just thought she was a basketball fan. I didn't take it the way you guys have just implied. I see. Uh-huh. And she's just... Now, uh, I, now I am jealous. Thanks for that. Just, uh, just a fan of Roger Federer, too, right? <laughs> she likes the way he plays tennis, Jake. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure she does. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. We'll get to the split story of the day coming up next. But uh, joining us now, of course, he's our good friend, Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And Andrew, how are things? How are you and yours? Everybody healthy and good? We're doing good. We are healthy. Appreciate it. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing terrific. uh, And I'm so glad that you guys are still helping our listeners. That's great. Yeah, we are still open and helping a lot of guys with erectile dysfunction. Um, we're open. Our Murray Clinic and our St. George Clinic actually are both open. Um, we've adapted to the times, of course. Uh, we've set up um, kind of a cool little system in the hallway of our of our clinic. Before you come in, you get your temperature taken. There's not really a waiting room anymore. You're basically put into a room immediately. Um, and we're using this hospital-grade alcohol throughout the day to make sure everything is, is sanitary. But, yes, we're open, helping guys with erectile dysfunction and getting guys off of the medication. Um, they become slaves to the pill when it comes to this. We have seen so many. I was in the clinic yesterday seeing guys walk out after doing just a couple of treatments, already, already noticing the effects, and, of course, so grateful that they don't have to rely on the pill any longer. I wonder how many guys out there, Andrew, this uh, problem has become more evident given the current times where we're staying home and we are with our spouse and those sorts of things more. This is this may be the perfect time for a lot of guys to get this thing checked out. Yeah, good question. I, I think that, that the problem is becoming more evident. If things are good in the bedroom, they're probably really good right now. And if they're not so good, it, it kind of puts a magnifying glass on that. Um, but we can help you. And probably in two to three weeks, that's the average length of time that a patient would go through our treatments. They're 10 minutes a piece. This is easy stuff. You might come in a couple times a week for two to three weeks. That is it. There is an end date. Unlike the virus, right? There is an end date. This ends and you can get off the pill. You don't have to redo or retreat yourself every month. So uh, the results are certainly lasting. I read a study that showed that 92% of people that went through these treatments still had a good result three years after doing it. Wow. And it may even be longer. So the science is sound, and the results are definitely lasting. All right, here's the number, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Give them a call, schedule a time to come in, and uh, the doctor is going to talk to them for no cost, right? Yeah, we'll do a lot for free, um, assessment exam. A lot of guys wonder if the erectile dysfunction is a blood flow issue or maybe something else. We can diagnose that with an ultrasound. We'll do that for free. Um, We're going to give you a special gift. And by the way, whether you do the treatments or not, we're going to give you the special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. I've never seen it fail. Come in and do an assessment. You'll get that. Everything is free. 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, guys. We'll have more Big Show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, 
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day is going to take some explanation, but I'll get to that here in a second. It is brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Gordon, this morning, Sadie's selection was was Aretha Franklin. And we've Uh actually had her recently, so Austin and I were kind of brainstorming what we should do with Band of the Day, and Austin had a a great idea, because this song was on the record that that, um, we listened to this morning. So today's Band of the Day is bands that did Beatles songs way better than the Beatles. Oh, come on. All all you're going to do is tick me off. This is you know, amazing. So, so any Beatles this, cover ever. This version, here, right? this version of this song is it, it, incredible. And is this Aretha? It is. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with Aretha. I mean, she could, she could sing the phone book, and it would sound good. Agreed. Right? Agreed. But she might be the only one that I could think of that has any business singing "Let It Be," other than Paul McCartney. Well, we're gonna find out today. Because we're, that's, I mean, that's that's today's band of the day. Is you know what it is? What? It's like this numbing boom, 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 day after day, week after week. You guys ripping the Beatles, and I, I guess you had to live through the the experience of the Beatles to really fully grasp uh, what they meant, what they were. Because, see, I've, I've heard others just rip the Beatles. You guys aren't the only ones. I'm sitting there going, what are they missing? I I, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't get it. Well, we're, we're going to hear some awesome songs today. I have no doubt. Well, they are awesome songs because they were written by the, the, the best, well, one of the two best or three best songwriters in the history of rock and roll. Well, yeah, but they're going to be performed better by somebody else. <laughs> you just case in you, point. Let it be know, from Aretha I'm, Franklin. I'm waiting for Sadie to pull one of these records out one day and just smack you over the head with it. I have. Uh, I have one. It doesn't seem like a violent child, actually. No, she's opinion. not. She's actually. She's quite. Gentle. And I wouldn't want her to become. No, uh, she's a very, very kind person. And I don't think the Beatles would want her. To I don't either. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you, Gordon. There is one. I have one Beatles album in my my collection. So maybe she will. She will get to Sgt. Pepper's at some point. But I accidentally acquired that from somewhere. I don't even know where I got it. But there is one in there and it is Sergeant Pepper's. So maybe she will get to it at some point. And if she does, I will tag you on the tweet. In your honor, we will play Sergeant Pepper's. It's nice of you to allow one Beatles record in your collection. Very nice of you to allow one album from the greatest band in the history of rock and roll. It's nice of you to allow one. Just one in your little collection it's just not a surprise to me that you would say the greatest band in the history of rock and roll i mean because you do pick all four number one seeds to the to the finals in the ncaa <laughs> tournament every year you know that, you know what i'm getting year. at no the last time we did that i think i had two number two seeds in there okay i kind of miss i got to admit gordon i, I kind of miss teasing you about that this year you're the one that That's always says that, you're the one that always says that cinderella has no business in the final four because the team that no, that shouldn't be there always gets blown out at that point. I got it. I know, but you just love you love picking favorites, and and I got it. 
the the favorite in the matchup you think is going to win. It's fine. It's it's the logical way to think. I I just laugh every year when we see you know when we do it uh, the zone bracket challenge at twelve eighty thezone dot com and it has the little calculator the risk calculator at the bottom. You know what I'm talking about? It's a little percentage number. And usually Austin, what do you 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 usually come in like twenty five percent risk right. somewhere yeah. in there, right? Mm-hmm. And then you bring up Gordon's bracket seven. You know. Let's tell our listeners the truth. Where, okay, whence, three. Whence this really cometh? It comes from the fact that one year you were the commissioner, no, and I not. won. I won the freaking stop it pool. I, I won the entire pool. And what happens? Jake has a his best friend is like in the pool, and he finishes second. So I find out that I get like two skittles more than than the second place finisher did, and you took a little heat for that. That's flat, not true. It's not it, true. It, hey, he, hey, you what's, got what's your share that it? was agreed upon at the beginning of the contest. <laughs> no, yes. I don't think so. And I didn't I, I see did. you, by the way, volunteering to <laughs> to run the thing, did I? <laughs> but it was just funny how your your buddy finishes second. And next thing you know, he's getting as many Skittles as I did. Wow. Somebody on uh, on Twitter. Let's see. I want, I want to give the proper person uh, credit. Steve Shaw on Twitter suggests anything from the I Am Sam soundtrack. And I'm bringing that up. Wow. Uh, ben Harper covering Strawberry Fields. That is bound to be better than the Beatles version. Like, I've never wow. even heard that. And I would bet pretty much anything that that's better than the Beatles version. I cannot listen to this. I cannot allow this to stand. Come on, all you Beatles lovers out there. Just swamp these guys with the proper course correction. That'd be unlike Beatles fans to try and tell us they're the greatest ever. Let's see. Yeah, right. Thank you, Austin. Exactly. It's it's uh, it, it's kind of like uh, Tiger Woods fans telling you that uh, he's really good at golf. Thanks. Uh, and you're suggesting that he's not? Uh, let's see here. Ben Folds uh, covers Golden Slumbers. There's no way that's not better than the original. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say, bud. Uh, and the, the, the fact that there have been so many covers of Beatles songs tells you that imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Everybody wants to be the Beatles. It tells you that all these great artists looked at what the Beatles did and thought to themselves, you know what? I could do that better. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, there, there might be some younger listeners who would agree with you on this, but there's a whole lot of uh, people out there that are just cringing right now. And here, here's the thing about it. I think younger people did appreciate the Beatles. Remember when they had that? They had their seventeen number one songs in that CD back in the day. My daughter bought it; she loved it. So the generations of Beatles lovers goes on. Okay, and just because I work with two of them who would rather listen to, uh, you know, Vanilla Ice cover a Beatles song or something or. Is is unfortunate. Oh, Austin, I found a Ray Charles cover of Yesterday. Oh, come on, that's bound to be amazing, right? Yeah. I think that's the most that's the most recorded song in the history of uh, mankind. I I found uh, Wilson Pickett doing Hey Jude. Oh, and he'll he'll certainly do better than John Lennon, right? Well, yeah, obviously. Al Green, I want to hold your hand. That's that's going to be good. Uh, Jimi Hendrix experience doing Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Sold. 
Sold. I've never even heard it, and it's bound to be way better than the original. Okay, so let me just, just so I can get this straight in my mind, I, and I want your opinion and I want Austin's opinion, what is it about the Beatles that is, is uh, falling short for you? Mm, I don't know. It's just I've, not extraordinary. Here's what I told Jake uh, about the Beatles. Uh, it's vanilla ice cream, and if vanilla ice cream's your favorite flavor, you're not wrong. It's great, it's delicious, but you're boring. But it wasn't vanilla ice cream. That's the point. It they was the original this, formula they, music. They, they, they set the... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Give me a bullet to bite on. I just cannot, <laughs> cannot, cannot believe I just heard that. The reason you think it's vanilla is because it set a standard, and then it, be, might have, it may have seemed to become that because everybody else was doing it. Otis Redding doing Day Tripper? That'll be great. I bet that's I love amazing. Otis, yeah. Oh, yeah. Otis Redding is incredible. At Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. Come on, you Beatles lovers. Uh, join in. Help me uh, defend the greatest band ever. I, I just we, don't know we, what else. We love these songs, Gordon. We love the Beatles songs. It's just, you know, more more talented performers did it better. That's how I feel about Bob Dylan. Right. And I don't agree, but Austin and I can still be friends. <laughs> Great music. I'd rather hear someone else do it. I didn't say I was going to throw down over it, but I just think you guys are misguided. There ain't no uh, good guys. (laughs) On this one, there may be. Nah, okay. Wow, we found the line. (laughs) Hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just can't believe it. Two of you. So that's, that's the band of the day today. Uh, performers that did be, uh, Beatles songs better than the Beatles. <laughs> performers trying to live up to the Beatles standard. Case standpoint, Aretha go. Franklin. Because I couldn't with think of anything better to record than what the Beatles had already done. This is my favorite hey. segment we've done in coronavirus, by the way. Huh? And, and leave Aretha out of this, Gordon. She did nothing. That, that is offensive, uh, what you just said right there. Well, I have great respect for Aretha Apparently Franklin. Apparently not. But she's not the Beatles. Thank goodness for that. Far better. <laughs> I don't. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Cannot believe. Please, all you Beatles lovers out there, let's swamp the show. Yeah, they're not on Twitter. Yeah, crickets. Crickets. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. Okay. I did not. I knew that you guys kind of edged in that direction, but I did not. I, I never really believed that you believed it. Okay, here's here's our first three responses. Uh, Johnny Lightfoot, our friend, says them's fighting words about the Beatles. I have insight. Uh, yeah, Clark Johnny, saying Johnny Wood. Johnny is is probably somebody we should consult on this. I just don't agree with him. Johnny's nice, certainly qualified. Uh, let's see. Clark says the Beatles are way overrated. I'm a Rolling Stones guy. Michael Jackson covers "Come Together" though, so maybe there's there's something. And then Rachel says, "Sorry, Jake, but the Beatles are the greatest." I can't listen to your opinion because you love '80s butt rock. I do. It's true, <laughs> Rachel. It is true, Rachel. See, these are my people, Rachel and Johnny, and people who have ears to hear. Sheesh. So when Paul McCartney sings Blackbird, do you think, oh, you know, I can think of 10 artists who could sing that better. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Let's start with Aretha. And, And all that I just mentioned, we can move on to Otis Redding. Yeah, absolutely. You don't? 
I, I, for the first time in my radio career, I am absolutely speechless. Absolutely speechless. Now, I know there are younger people out there who, and I know there are some older folks, too, who, who do prefer the Rolling Stones. I can, I can make allowance for that. I mean, because that's, a, that's an age-old question, and I'll, and I'll make allowance for that. But this other stuff, just ripping them, saying they're vanilla pop, what the hell's that? I can't, I can't, I can't hear that. It's like, it's like my ears are burning. There was a little vanilla in there, especially at the beginning. Well, I mean, they were creating... And a, then the a, drugs a came in, and it became vanilla with chocolate chips. Oh, jeez. Unbelievable. They swirled some caramel in there. And here I had respected Austin's musicality Liar. all these years. Liar. And now, And now this... Oh, my gosh. All right, stay tuned. We will get to the split please story keep, of the day almost an hour late. Uh, coming please, up next. I beg you, please they, keep listening in spite of the ignorance that you're hearing from my two partners. Sounds like me at 4.56 every day. It does a little bit. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, right. but you're, you're kidding in that regard. Yeah. You, know the, you know the non-sports report is a staple. Stay tuned. It, it, it's like a foundation. Goes down like a piece. staple, too. <laughs> It's like the foundation of the entire station. It, it's it's kind of like listening to Yellow Submarine. <laughs> it, it makes you want to punch name yourself me, right in the face. Name me one person that ever did Yellow Submarine better than the Beatles. Every other person. <laughs> no one. I don't know if anyone would want to do oh, that. Yeah, who would want to cover that wretched song? That's a great point. That what is, is a Yellow great Submarine point. about, anyway? Drugs. Anybody ever feel? Porn, Dan. <laughs> Stay tuned. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Yeah. Oh, baby, Joe Cocker, amazing rendition of this song. Welcome on back. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Brandon on Twitter tweets in and says, sounds like Gordon's head is going to explode. And uh, let's see, Josh on Twitter says, Beatles segment is one of the best segments ever. Hashtag Team Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, what was so great about it? The fact that I was winning in a major way? Uh, I, I think Sven has a pretty hilarious take on this whole thing. He says, apparently you can't have a personal opinion about the Beatles. They are either the greatest band or you have fake music taste. Okay, Gordon Trump. No, that's not what we were. That's not what was happening there. Austin called the Beatles vanilla pop. Not, I mean, not that, that's... I What'd you say? They're vanilla ice cream. If you like vanilla them, they're, you're right. They're good, but you're boring if they're your favorite. Right. Well, I mean, okay, so that's not saying, you know, the Beatles aren't my favorite band. They're, they're, they're very respectfully a terrific band, but not really my favorite. Okay, that's one thing. It's another to, to, to say that everybody who ever covers a song does it better than they did. It's another thing to be treating the Beatles as though they were, you know, Dog excrement. What? Whoa! Who, who said those are your words, yeah, sir? That, that, that didn't 
come out of this end of the microphone, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I, my sure, take on them. It sure sounded like it. Uh, my We're, take okay, on them has we... always been I can respect what they did for music and blah, 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 but they're not my cup of tea. All right, that's different than your tone earlier. That I think I'm, Joe I'm Cocker backing, does that particular song way better than the Beatles. That still remains a fact. You said that everybody who you're going to play today who does a cover of a Beatles song does it far better than the Beatles did. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the point of the band of the day. That's the standard. <laughs> so 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 Billy's Garage Band's version of Hey Jude isn't going to make the show. But we have Joe Cocker or Aretha Franklin or any number to come. Yes. Then that I, I've that. never before ever heard anyone say Joe Cocker was better in any way, shape, or form than the Beatles. He played that song Joe Cocker sounds to me like he's been gargling with Drano or something. Right. I mean, it's just, and it, it's, it's what makes Joe Cocker great and unique. And there was nothing great and unique about the Beatles as they were. Yeah, they're all right. I always thought they were kind of copying the Herman's Hermits. <laughs> Oh, man. Remember the day that we had Herman's Hermits as our band of the day? I love uh, the Herman's Hermits. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, well, Gordon, we'll we'll find out today. Today's kind of a, a little experiment. We're going to play these these versions of, of Beatles songs, and, you know, people can weigh in. It's fine. But uh, that song, with a little help from my friends, better from Joe Cocker than, uh, than the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's what you say. It, I protest. Right. I, that's which is I, fine. Ain't no good guys. Ain't no bad guys. Except for in this case. <laughs> this there is are the line. Bad guys. Yes. <laughs> this is the line. This is the demarcation between untruth and truth. This is this is where Gordon buries all the morals and standards <laughs> that has made him who he is today. That all goes out the window. Right now. Right now. Right here. Right now. I will not sit here and allow you to besmirch the Beatles the way you have. Yeah, you know, uh, Lennon and McCartney, the just a fabulous, fabulous songwriting duo. Sure, just who, not terrific performers. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're the first person in the history of mankind who ever said that the Beatles weren't terrific performers. Well, not as good as Joe Cocker anyway. Ugh. All right, we'll get to uh, more coming up next. In fact, we're very excited. Trevor Booker is going to be on the show coming up next. Oh, he's at four, excuse me, not at three. We have what's going on coming up next. I'm still getting used to the shift. Austin. Serious help. Is Gordon still complaining about that band? You all right? You okay? I'm gathering. You sound like you were one of those uh, those gals that screamed so loud when they they got onto the tarmac. That's why they stopped touring. In, in Ot 8 or whatever it was. Everyone was yelling and screaming, and so they couldn't even hear the music. So they thought, Yeah, that's okay. why. Yeah, it is why. Mm-hmm. What do you think it was? Many different that's reasons. Wh- like what? Oh, girls, relationships, they hated each other, drugs, alcohol, on and on and on. <laughs> Not that they were so popular they had to stop. And, or anything. Oh, but they were. They... I, there's a word for you, Austin. It might be new to your vocabulary, but Beatle 
mania. Maybe they maybe they realize, you know word? what? Some of this stuff we're coming up with nowadays stinks. <laughs> like, have you ever listened to the White Album? You ever listened to that thing? <laughs> it's awful. Oh, yeah. Let it be later on. The longer they went, the worse it got. And Let It Be sucked, right? I mean, that was right at the last well, album I... that they released. That that was just horrible, wasn't well, it? Well, not as good as Aretha. That's bringing us back to the point. All right. We'll be back here maybe unless we, uh, you know, somebody well, gets we've got what, over the head with a stick. What's going on coming up next? All the, the big topics that have gone on throughout the day right here on the Zone Sports Network. But joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he is our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And real quick, Andrew, are you a, are you a Beatles fan? Because Gordon is, if you happen to say that they're not the greatest thing since sliced bread, he's, <laughs> he's, he's basically calling you out. I do like the songs that I've heard. I, I'm not like a diehard fan, but I do enjoy their music when it comes on. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Uh, let's talk about what's going on at, uh, at Wasatch Medical Clinic. You guys are still helping our listeners. You've had to adapt like everybody else, but you're still making it happen. We are. We're still helping guys that are struggling in the bedroom with erectile dysfunction. Uh, we take your temperature at the door. We're using um, hospital-grade alcohol throughout the day, wearing masks and gloves, actually. So um, we are still open. And a lot of guys are coming in, getting their ED taken care of. We use um, an advanced form of acoustic wave therapy. That's a technology that basically regrows blood vessels. It originated with the feet and with lithotripsy, breaking up kidney stones and joint pain and things like that um, to help blood flow. And someone along the line, not us, but somebody a lot smarter probably, uh, determined that it would be great for ED. So over the years, it's been developed for that. In 2011, the FDA cleared it here in the U.S. So it's come a long way. The bottom line is we can restore blood vessels in this part of the body. That means more blood flow, and that means we get rid of the ED without the use of medication. And, you know, I, I never knew this till we started speaking, Andrew, but the, some of the side effects on the medication, is, it just sounds awful. It's really bad. Uh, a guy that's taken it for many years uh, typically doesn't get a result at all anymore. So they take more and more. The headaches, the blurred vision, you, you know, intensify as years go on. And ultimately, it stops working. So I, I tell guys this all the time. I say, if it's working for you now, the day will come when it stops. And that usually does happen. Um, so if you can be preemptive about this and get it taken care of prior to getting to that, boy, it, sa- it saves a lot of headaches. All right, here's the number to call, 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000 saves those headaches quite literally and figuratively. Uh, 801-901-8000, and uh, you're going to hook them up with a console with the doc and a little something extra as well. We are. We're doing a lot for free right now with the condition of the world. Um, we're doing the assessment, exam, blood flow ultrasound. That's really cool, by the way. You'll be able to hear your blood flow and whether or not you have a blood flow issue. That's free. We're going to give you a special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. Uh, we'll not be able to do that forever. That's costly to us, but it's free right now. Call us, come in, get the information, and worst case, get the free gift. All right, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll have what's going on. Coming up next, Trevor Booker, top of the 4 o'clock hour, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.